Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to today's Morning Matter. I am Carla Kemp, your host on this morning. On behalf of us at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, I want to wish, I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us for a time of study in God's Word on this morning. We are here to commend our morning and to give God the first fruit of our day. Amen. What a blessing it is to give God the first fruit of our morning. Amen. Amen. Before we begin, I ask that everyone please get your paper, get your pen, Amen. To take down your little nuggets and treasures that God has for you on this morning in his word. And I ask that everyone please go to mute by pressing star six or the mute button on your phone's keypad. This will prevent any background noise because we know that you're probably getting ready for work, getting your kids ready, cooking breakfast, whatever it is that you may doing maybe doing. This will, you know, prevent any of that and you will be able to hear everything that's going on, everything that has been said on this morning. Amen. And if you are using a wireless device or a Bluetooth or a cordless phone, anything of that magnitude, please turn down the volume to eliminate any static feedback. Amen. We have been having Wonderful mornings in God's presence. We were having some awesome manners on the in the morning. Praise God, Amen. We are thankful for that, and I feel that this is gonna be another power packed morning, Amen. We're gonna get our weedies this morning. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so at this time, we we're gonna have our word of the day by Apostle Rose. Pastor Baker will read us our scripture this morning, coming from Psalms 137. And Apostle Rose is going to come back and give us our summary of the scripture this morning and to take us to the throne room of grace. Amen. I'm just so excited on this morning. So at this time, I'm going to call forth Apostle Rose on this morning. Amen. Amen. Mr. Carla, you set my soul on fire. <laughs> Amen. We're excited. I tell you, it has been wonderful all week long thus far. And so our word for today is unforgettable Thursday. Never shall I forget all that the Lord has done on this unforgettable Thursday. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. I'll be reading from Psalms 137 from the New King James Version of the Bible. Amen. By the rivers of Babylon, there were set down. A, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our hearts upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they for there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget her conning. If I do not remember thee, let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I prefer not Jerusalem above my chief joy, remember, O Lord, the joy of Edom in the day of Jerusalem, who said, raise it, raise it, even to the foundation thereof. O daughter of Babylon, who ought to be destroyed, happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us. Happy shall he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stones. Amen. We thank God for the reading of his word. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Baker. It's wonderful to have you back with us on today and on the morning manner. Broadcast to God be the glory. Well, I tell you, we've just been having a great time. The word has just been good, good, good. And today we are looking at Psalms 137. It's nine verses, but these are powerful verses because as we look at this psalm, we're looking at some stuff that's taking place by the rivers of Babylon. And here, you know, um, an Israelite, possibly one who uh, is in exile in Babylonia, is revealing some heartache. You know, there is some heartache. There are some cries here, you know, pain of Judah because of the sad fate that has taken place upon the people who are far from their homes. You see, they're far from the temple. And and when we look at this, based on some study that I was looking at this morning, it's not certain whether the writer here was still in exile when he composed this particular psalm or whether he had actually uh, recently returned to Jerusalem because there had been a command given by the emperor who was Cyrus of Persia at that time. So the language here, even as we look at verses 5 and 6, it seems to indicate that here the psalmist was still away, you know, from, from Jerusalem. So there's a placement here that's alongside this particular song. Psalm is actually placed right beside Psalm 136. And, and you remember, as we were reading the last couple of days, talking about God's mercy, you know, God's love, his faithfulness, his kindness, it endures forever. And so it's strategically placed right alongside of that. And we're going to even see even greater things that takes place as we finish this psalm into tomorrow's psalm that continues to show forth God's love. You know that, but even in the midst of his love, there are some disasters that still are not prevented. There are some things that still going to happen. And so as we look at a quick overview before we break down the verses, we see that this psalm is beginning with a cry over this sad situation in verses 1 to 3. And then in 4 to 6, the psalmist is calling down upon himself, literally, you know, a curse, you know, should his love for Jerusalem ever lessen. And then at the end, we see a curse that's even on the Edomites in verse 7 and on the Babylonians in verses 8 and 9. Now, looking at verses 1 and 2 right here of this song, you know, we see the waters of Babylon. Um, This is not only the Tigris and and the Euphrates, but it's also all of the extensive irrigation canals there in the country itself. And so the picture is that of a, a group of people that's being seated on the ground, and guess what? They're mourning. They're weeping. They're in tears. You see, Zion here is probably the temple or the city of Jerusalem, not the land of Israel as such. And so we see even a plural. It's not just river, but there's an S there by the rivers. And so this is telling us that there are, you know, many uh, 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 languages. There is an event that took place many times that was beside many rivers. And so here we even see the word sat down. Babylon here is the country Babylon. So remember there was the country and then there's all the mention, uh, also a mention of a city. Here we're talking about the country. And so these are individuals that are weeping because of the memory that is so sad, you know, when they thought about the destruction of Zion. Here is causing them to weep, causing them to cry. And there is a difference of opinion. You know, some, uh, when you look at various uh, translations and you look at various writers and some of the scholars, you know, they talk about the trees here. Some look at the trees, whether it's willow, whether it's poplar, because everything throughout the Bible has significance, has purpose. And so, but we look at the fact that it's telling us by the rivers in Babylon, 
uh, and by those rivers were sitting captives from Judah. They were weeping. Again, they remembered their homeland. And so while they're in despair, the, the Bible says here that they hung their leers on the poplars, you know, because, see, the Jews were known for their music. But at this time in their life, you ever been to a place where stuff happens so fiercely, so badly, hurts you so deeply that you become literally uh, so full of grief that you can't even operate? You can't do anything. You don't feel like doing anything. You don't want to get up to do anything. And so here is where they were. They were so stricken with grief, you know, until they just couldn't sing. And so here we hear the term hanging their hearts, you know. This was also an act of defiance for those who had captured them. Why? Because in verse 3, they were asked, you know, to make a joyful sound. And so that figure that we read about them hanging their harps on the trees, this is a, a picture for us to see. It's a figure of speech. It's meaning that the owners of these instruments had set those instruments aside, and they were not planning to play them again. And so that's the simplest way that we can look at this verse, you know, uh, uh, in a simple form. They never played their harps or musical instruments again. They didn't make any more music. They literally put them away. And then when we look deeper at verse 3, here is a description of how those Babylonian masters, I call them taskmasters, you know, they wanted to make and they tried to make the Israelites, those that were captured, to sing the sacred songs that they had sung in the temple in their time of worship. And so the Israelites, they were questioning, you know, how are we supposed to sing the song of the Lord? How are we going to sing the song of Zion? You know, to sing songs would literally remind them of their homeland. You know, here their homeland now where the temple lay is in ruins because of their sin. And so they couldn't sing, you know, of Jerusalem. All they could do was think of her. They thought about the promises, you know, never to forget her. And so if they do forget the theme of their song, they promise never to play or sing again. And so here we are looking at tormentors. We are looking at oppressors or or persecutors, see, because the children of Israel had been led away. They had been made prisoners, and they were demanded by their captors to show happiness, to sing happy songs. See, they wanted the Israelites to literally entertain them by singing even one of the songs of Zion to make them happy. Can you just picture that? You know, here it is. You you all have lost everything. Stuff is in ruin. Stuff has hit the fan. Now sing and make me happy. Just act like you're happy. I want you to start dancing and start singing. You know, sing them same song, sing that same song you sung over there in the temple. I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. (laughs) But there was no joy in their heart. And so when we look at at, uh, the separation now of verses 4 to 6, uh, from the the uh, the previous verses, you know, here we are seeing a structural change. See, the psalmist seems to be addressing his question to Zion rather than having a reply to these captors. And it became even so clear, even in verse 5, with, if I forget you, O Jerusalem. See, in verse 4, the song of the Lord. The song unto the Lord God Yahweh is referring to the same song as one of the songs of Zion in verse 3. See, that's one of the temple songs. And so even when we read here, it talks about the strange land. When we look at strange land, this uh, 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 implies to us that this is a pagan land a land where the people had served false idols, false gods did not believe in the Lord God Yahweh. Here it is that they were away from their sacred city that was made sacred by the temple. 
And so the Israelites in this strange place in a pagan location, they couldn't sing one of their sacred songs. And so we can understand them saying, making the statement, we can't sing a song to the Lord in no foreign land, man, please. <laughs> you know, how are we going to do that? And so in verse 5, you know, it says, if I forget. You know, may my right hand forget its scale. May I never be able to play this harp again. We can't forget. See, God has been so gracious, so wonderful. And so we can never forget. But if I do forget, I ain't playing no more. I'm through. I'm done. I'm finished. In verse 6, you know, he even says, may I never be able to sing again. So not only do I not want to play, you know, because I'm skilled. I've got the talent. You know, I've been given the ability to play this harp. I ain't even going to sing neither. I ain't singing either. You know, may my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth. My, my, my. And so verses 5 and 6, it is representing a curse that the psalmist is literally calling upon himself. This is a punishment that he prays that will be sent upon him by God. You're looking at like a partial paralysis here where he's losing control of his hands and his tongue. That's why even for you and I today, we have to make sure, you know, thank you, Holy Ghost. Uh, years ago, there was a song uh, that was sung, you know, unforgettable, you know. And so there was also the unchained melody that was out long time ago. Beautiful, beautiful song. I used to love to hear that song. And I'm just now being reminded of that song and was reminded this morning as I was reading and studying this particular chapter. Some things have to be an un, you know, chain melody. Never should we ever forget the things in which the Lord has done for us. And if we forget, Lord, you know what? I, I'll be too fit to be tired. You know, I don't even need to be fit for anything if I forget your goodness, because first of all, I've lost my mind. And so here, this last part in verse 6, you know, it's literally, if I do not set Jerusalem above my highest joy. The meaning here is either to place Jerusalem's happiness, prosperity, joy above that of the psalmist's greatest uh, happiness. Everything about Jerusalem should be on the top of the chain, should be on the top of the list. And so in our own words, when I looked at this and began to read this, looking at verses 5 and 6 and putting it in the, in the nicest or politest manner, you know, as I could see it, it's basically saying, if I forget you, Jerusalem, if I don't think of you as my greatest joy, may God prevent me from playing the harp or even singing again. That's something. Just remember, you know, that this that was spoken, this was actually a curse formula, you know. The, the, the writer here is bringing about a curse, speaking a curse over his own life if there are things that he fails to do. And then in verse 7, when we look at it, Israel knew that Jerusalem was destroyed because God is just and must punish sin. See, even as we look at verses 7 to 9, they also knew that God's justice meant punishment for all sin, including the sins of Israel's enemies like the Edomites and the Babylonians. There's a word here talks, uh, to remember. This is a term, you know, that they use even in court. And so the psalmist is appealing to a righteous judge for judgment here in verse 7. You know, that judgment against those who are guilty. See, Edom, you know, even though they're distantly related to Israel through Jacob's brother Esau, he took great delight even in the fall of Jerusalem. It, it was literally ransacked. You know, it was brought to ruins, cutting off even the survivors. I mean, these people were, were, were gruesome. They were, they were terrible. And in this verse, the psalmist is praying that God will even punish the Edomites, you know, 
punish them because why? They helped uh, the Babylonians in the capture and the destruction of Jerusalem. Distant relatives. I'm telling you, sometimes it's something how those that are supposed to be close to you are the ones that will do you the most harm. My, my, my. They're the ones you got to watch out for. They're the ones that will sneak up on you. <laughs> Before you know it, you're like, oops, how did that happen? Why? Because you know what? We had we had some crooks in the camp. They were too close, and we didn't see them. Here it is. They were they were a part of playing in this capture and the destruction of Jerusalem. And so the Edomites they had lived uh, right there south of Judah. You know they were descendants of Esau. Here it is, related family. And then we hear of the word day of Jerusalem. This is saying here in this verse, this is meaning the day that Jerusalem was captured. You know, here it is. We ought to remember what the people of Edom did the day that the Babylonians had captured Jerusalem. And then we hear uh, um, the reading, uh, as Pastor Baker read, there was a word called raise, you know, that word raise means to lay bare or to uncover. And, you know, as I look at that, sometimes I'll go to other translations or other variations of the Bible to sort of see what it says in addition to looking up through different other uh, um, uh, ways of finding out meanings of words uh, in that particular verse. But here it is translated even in the New Jerusalem version as uh, stripping her stripping her to her very foundations, you know, causing is just like a person that's causing someone to strip naked to be totally bare. And so here the capture and the destruction of Jerusalem is to make her bare, even down to the very uh, basic, all the way down to the foundation, make her naked. And then when we look at verses 8 and 9, the psalmist is wishing a curse upon Babylon, you know, calling her daughter of Babylon. And this is referring to the people of Babylon. And then after that part, after the reading here, you know, it talks about after Babylon, uh, the verse goes on to say, who ought to be destroyed. This is saying that they are destined to destruction. They are doomed to be destroyed. Even the second part of verse 8 is an example of the law that required that the punishment fit the crime. Y'all ever remember, y'all ever heard that term, tit for tat? <laughs> you know, we used to say that back in the day. And so here it is, you know, there's that calling out for that punishment to be just like, you know, what the crime was that they committed. The best way I can put it, you know, it, it talked about happy is the one who does to you what you did to us. And, you know, again, I, I love God. He has such a sense of humor. You know, and not even thinking this morning, but Pharrell's song came in my mind, and I could literally see the people, you know, standing there when, when the enemy becomes uh, 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 punished and judged because of what they did. They dancing in the street to happy. Because I'm happy, y'all know the song, happy. My, my, my. You know, when the enemy is destroyed because they've come to, to destroy the people of God, to bring waste, the temple, to destroy what belongs unto the Lord. And so there's that cry out for vengeance. See, verse 9, it contains two wishes for vengeance. You know, these are, are the same as curses, basically. You know, even though the result is intended to bring happiness, uh, here, Babylon actually stood under the threat of divine judgment, which the psalmist here is describing, you know, here. One of the features of the Song of Zion or the songs that was requested by the tormentors was a beatitude, blessed be. And so the captives now, they borrow this formula and they turn it against the captors. I mean, they envision judgment by asking God to do to the Babylonians what they did to Jerusalem. And so there's a brutal picture that we see here in verse 9. 
You know, and it wasn't uncommon in the warfare of the ancient Near East when we began to look at a couple things, even going back over to Second Kings chapter 8, verse 12, you know, as I looked at this scripture and began to do some cross-references, uh, I saw here in verse 9, also in Isaiah chapter 13, verse 16. I mean, there is so much stuff that we can actually see here. And so, you know, verse 9 says, Happy shall he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stone. So in closing this morning, the Babylonian exile, you know, the resulting grief, the harsh words, and we see so much of that in this particular psalm, this 137th psalm. This is all revealing to us the consequences of sin. The Bible tells us here that the, the wages of sin is death. And so because God, he remains holy and just, you know, we see that sin remains a serious matter. It's a serious issue. But one thing is for sure. God's justice is a reason for hope. It guarantees that his way is going to triumph in the end. All throughout this particular week, we have seen God uh, in such a massive way. There has been such a blessing through the word all week long. I can't even explain it. Uh, It has brought so much joy on the inside. And here, this particular chapter lets us know that even in the midst of knowing that we've got tormentors, we've got people that have literally been sent on assignment to come against God's people. The same as what was taking place back then with the children of Israel there in Babylon. You know, the same is happening today in 2016. Many are in in captivity. You know, we may have right now our freedom to be able to read the word of God and to be able to pray and to talk about the name of Jesus in a bold way. But there is someone that is in a place. There is someone that's in another country. And I thank the Lord because I'm seeing right now, even in my spirit, there are people we tend to think is always in other countries. But do you know there are some people right here in the United States of America because they're in households or because they are part of organizations or associations that is anti-Christ, they are still held captive where they can't even mention the name of Jesus because of the fear of losing their place, their position, or even being ostracized or even destroyed. Right here. People at homes that may be married to spouses whose spouse can be an atheist. They can't even mention the name of Jesus because of the fear that has gripped their heart of what could happen to them if they talk about their faith in the Lord. People that have been sent on assignment to destroy those who have a purpose to walk upright and to live holy. We are some blessed people. And this is why our time of our reading the word, being able to openly speak of the word of God, to be able to see the times that the children of Israel were put in a place of exile, taken away from their own homeland, taken out of their place of comfort, put into a strange place with a strange God, with strange and weird ideas. You know, we are blessed to that. We're here in the land that they call the land of living the land where others want to come to. That's why, like never before, you and I have got to pray that we can have and pray for our country, that we won't become a country that will be held captive to false religions, to false gods, to false teachings, and that's the way we have to abide by. That's the life we have to live according to. We've got to pray like never before. So I pray that you will continue to meditate on this chapter, meditate on the scriptures that we have read on today, and that may it cause you to become excited about the word of God, but to recognize that this is a serious thing. It was serious then, and it's serious now, that many are being held captive. Many are in a place of exile even right now. May we remember them on this day. Amen. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you all this morning. Well, at this time, it is time to pray, and we are grateful to the Lord for this opportunity to just spend a little quality time with the Lord um, and, you know, petitioning on behalf of others. And so at this particular time, if your lines are muted, go ahead and press uh, star six to unmute your line, and you can give your prayer request as it is time for us to pray. Amen. The lines are open. Good morning. This is Brother Thomas. I would like a prayer request for all the veterans, both here and abroad, and their families, loved ones, and uh, helpmates, and the people that also may be in nursing homes, uh, in homes under duress due to uh, mental anguish, due to physical uh, incapacitation, and all other manner of uh, disabilities. And for the people that care for them, their caretakers, may they be strengthened in these times because they are going through so much. I know because I have a caretaker that takes care of me, and I tell you, I I wouldn't give the the world for my caregiver. And I thank you, Lord, for each and every day to be on the prayer line and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that are banded together, praying for one another and for this world. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Brother Thomas. Amen. We will pray. Amen. Is there any other prayer requests this morning? Good morning, Apostle. Uh, Amen. Amen. Let us uh, not forget those this morning that are right here in North Carolina. The flooding is really, really bad. I didn't realize how bad it was. Lots of people here right in Lumberton and I think Fedville and uh, Greensboro have lost everything. I mean, these are basically poor towns. So let us pray that God will send help and God will touch their hearts and minds, that out Mm -hmm. of all, God would bring salvation and healing and deliverance. And mm-hmm. then to pray this morning for all those that's all over the world for all the disasters that are striking. Amen. Let us just pray that God will have mercy and let's pray for the people of God that we will that God will touch our hearts and we will be filled with compassion. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that we'll be get to see that need and begin to, you know, if you can't give, but then we can't. That's one thing we can do is pray and intercede on mm-hmm. that. Amen. And let's continue to pray for our nation as we are about to elect a, the new president. Let us pray for the incoming president because we know that, you know, God has a purpose, but, you know, as people of God, we still need to vote. <laughs> Amen. 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 And pray for our families and our children, amen, especially our children, amen, because our children are under vicious attack from the enemy. His assignment is to kill, steal, and to destroy them. So let us pray for our our sons, our daughters, our children, our grandchildren. Let us cover them under the blood of Jesus this morning that God will hold back the plan and purposes of Satan this morning. Amen. 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 God bless you, Pastor Baker. Amen. We will pray. Amen. Is there any other prayer requests this morning? Yes. Um, Okay, praise the Lord, everyone. Good morning. Um, I just want to lift up um, First Lady Gertman and her husband and Church of God in Christ. Um, she's going through in her body right now and the church is lifting her up in prayer. I like to keep her before the Lord. And, um, of course, my family and uh, the Salvation of the Limits family, um, same as one of my sisters in the Lord. Uh, she's still recovering uh, at home. And also my godmother, um, Dolores Bonner, um, she had broken her ankle. And um, she's now recovering. Um, she's doing much, much better. Um, so I thank God for that. Um yeah, I just yeah, that that's that, that um my godmother, my spiritual godmother, mother guarded, I would like to continue to lift her up while she's still on dialysis. And my little niece that's still um she is um with lupus, you know, right now she's still suffering with lupus. And um 
I, I guess that um, uh, closes my prayer request, and I'm, I'm quite sure, and I'm just going before the Lord. Um, but thank you so much, and God bless you all. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Evangelist Scott. We will pray. Amen. Amen. Minister Carl, I think I heard you. Good morning. Um, can we pray for those who have lost loved ones? <clears throat> can we pray for those who are who have been burdened down, who feel like they're carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders? Um, pray for those who are suffering from depression and oppression on this morning. And those who are going through in their bodies due to illness on this morning. Amen. Amen. And of course, the hearts of God's children on today. Amen. 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 Thank you Amen. so much, Minister Carla. Amen. We will pray. We will pray. Hallelujah. Are there any other uh, prayer requests on this morning? Amen, amen. Well, we're going to pray, and uh, we're going to um, believe the Lord on today. We trust the Lord that he is faithful, God is just, and he knows exactly what we stand in need of. Amen. And so we're going to believe the Lord. I ask that you would join your faith with mine on this morning that we pray the will of God, that we pray the heart of God, and that most of all, we pray the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. There is nothing too hard for the Lord on today. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul. Rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear. Let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ears. Hallelujah. We bless you today, Lord. We bless you this morning, God. Hallelujah. We magnify you on this wonderful day, O God, in which you have made. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah. For a day in which we have never, ever seen before. We thank you, O God, because you allowed us to wake up to see, O God, another opportunity of watching you do great and marvelous things. And Father, Father, we thank you this morning for the activities of our lives. We thank you that today we can hear, oh God, songs of melodies. We can sing songs of Zion. We can lift up our eyes to see our family circle. We can speak today, oh God. And so we want to say thank you. Hallelujah. Truly, this is the day that you have made. Today, there is a song, hallelujah, on the inside. There is a new path to our step. There is dancing in our feet. Hallelujah. There's rejoicing deep down on the inside of us. And so we praise you this morning and we glorify you today. We thank you for every individual that is here on this morning, everyone that has dialed into this broadcast, everyone that is listening online, everyone that shall be listening even at later times at the archives. We thank you this morning for every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. We thank you for every church that is represented. We thank you for every household that is represented on today. We thank you for those that are here to stand in the gap on behalf of others, oh God. And so we thank you that what we make happen for others, you will make happen for us. We praise you today, oh God, because it's not about us, but it's all about you. It's all about the kingdom. It's all about what we can see happen good for someone else. And so we thank you on today. Now, Father, on the inside of us, let your word become that flashlight that will shine on the inside of us, that will show us the things 
that are on the inside that will reveal to us just who we are. And anything that is discovered that is not of you, didn't come from you, wasn't orchestrated nor ordained by you, that it will be removed right now in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood right now over our lives, over our minds right now in the name of Jesus. Help us, oh God, that our mind will line up with the mind of Christ, that our mind today will become renewed. Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, forgive us, oh God. Cleanse us today, oh God, of all unrighteousness. Cleanse us, oh God, from selfishness. Cleanse us today, oh God, for being self-righteous. Cleanse us today, oh God. We repent, oh God, for being, having self-righteous spirits, oh God. We ask right now that you would forgive us today, oh God, that we will be a people that will know even how to speak in due season, how to give words of kindness, the same words that are seasoned in love, even words of correction, instruction, and direction. God, we bless your name on today for helping us this day to walk upright, to live upright, to go according to how you've instructed us to go. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your forgiveness on today. We thank you right now for forgiving us, oh God, that even as we were crying out on yesterday, the same remains the same. God, we even repent today of dead works. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. We repent today, oh God, for walking in a religious manner. Oh God, rather than having a relational lifestyle today, God. And so, Father, we ask that you would bless us today, that we will have a true and right relationship with you on this day. And as you have forgiven us, oh God, of every sin of commission and omission, today, oh God, we, oh God, walk in forgiveness of others. We forgive those who have trespassed against us. We offend, we forgive those that have even spoken ill words against us. We forgive those who have hurt us, oh God, in some type of way. And we thank you, oh God, for giving us that love to be able to forgive others as you have forgiven us. Now, this morning, oh God, we thank you. There are so many needs. Oh God, not only the needs of those in which have made their requests known, but there's even a host of needs, oh God, that is still there. There are so many things that is going on all around us that we couldn't even be able to pray all day and get everything even touched. But today, God, we thank you that you know all things. You know every individual. You know them one by one and name by name. We thank you right now, oh God, you know the circumstances and the situations, oh God, that we are dealing with. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would meet the need on today. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we come against every hindering spirit. We bind up every diabolical attack of the enemy on the na- in the name of Jesus against the people of God. And we come to declare war on this morning. And we come to decree and declare that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, that we are victorious on today. And so, Father, we thank you right now. Father, we ask that you would bless us, oh God. Father, that even as we're focusing on even church growth, that you will bless churches all across the land, that we will begin to grow, not just in number, but also in our spirit, in our hope, in our desire to walk upright and to live a clean and holy lifestyle. Lord, let there be such a bursting out of growth in our spirit, oh God, that within the church, oh God, that you are sending forth a people that are so caught up in you, that they are growing so deeply, oh God, in you, that it's causing fire of revivals to break out all across the land. And so, Father, we thank you that there is a spiritual awakening, that people are beginning to look around, and they're beginning to see that you are soon to come because of the trouble that is all around, because of the things that is happening. You're causing our eyes to be open, that we're having a 2020 vision in the spirit, oh God, and so we thank you right now that even with our natural vision, we can see the natural things, but you are sharpening our spiritual vision so that we can see the spiritual things, so that we can tap into the higher dimensions, so that you can take us into the spiritual realms. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are taking us from glory to glory. Hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for those precious ones that are here, for these dear hearts that have thought it not robbery to be here on this call, on this morning, man a broadcast. And so today, oh God, we command our morning. Today, oh God, we give you the first 
fruit of our day. And God, we come standing in the gap. We come making our petition known. We come with an humble heart, bowing before you today, O oh God. And so, Father, even for Brother Thomas, we ask that you would continue to strengthen him, that you would continue to bless him. We speak and we do decree and declare long life and good health over him today, God. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that he represents the many veterans of today, those that have served their times, that are now home, and still those that are still out on the fields, but both locally as well as abroad. Oh, God, we ask that you would touch each and every soldier in every form of the military, and that you would strengthen them, that your angels of protection will be round about them, and that you would keep their families that are left behind, that you would keep their hearts confident on today. Now, Father, we ask that you would even bless the families that have lost loved ones due to war. Oh, God, that you would comfort them right now. Somebody today is in a time of bereavement. Somebody today is preparing to bury a loved one. And so, Father, we ask that you would feel that empty space, that you would feel that void today, oh, God, and that you would heal and mend that broken heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, we lift up all of our mothers to you today, all of our age mothers and our age fathers, all of our age loved ones that have already lived a long life and are now at home. Many unable to do for themselves, take care for themselves. Many that are in nursing homes and in assisted living facilities. There are some that are even in the hospitals on today. So, God, we ask that you would send your love today to them, that you would shower them with your presence, that you would touch their heart and touch their minds on today. Many of our family members have been diagnosed with dementia and Alzheimer. Oh, God, be the mind regulator on today. Touch them in a most special way. All of our loved ones, oh, God, that are being cared for by someone else, we ask that you would strengthen them. And, oh, God, because many times the caregivers are left aside. Many times there's no one lifting them up because they put themselves on the back burner to make sure that their loved ones are cared for. We ask that you will send strength, oh God, to the caregivers. You will send encouragement unto the caregivers. Give them what they need, that they may continue to carry the towel of loving those and caring for those that can't care for themselves. Let them have a true heart of a caregiver. Oh God, let it be not for any gain upon themselves, but they are serving others and serving unto you today. And so, Father, we ask that you would encourage their hearts, uh, even those that are feeling down in the dumps, uh, even those that may be sick their own selves. Uh, oh, God, bring about a healing today. Uh, and so, Father, we thank you for a grateful heart. Uh, we thank you for a faithful spirit on today uh, of being able to serve. Uh, oh, God, we even stand in the gap uh, for all of those that are in some form of uniform, uh, not just only the military, uh, but every person that puts themselves in harm's way uh, to protect another life. In the mighty name of Jesus, shield, oh God, today. Protect today, oh God. Father, we thank you right now, oh God, for Pastor Baker this morning. We thank you right now for bringing her home safely. We thank you, oh God, for giving us safe traveling mercies. We thank you for her being able to meet and see her family, oh God, in Hawaii. We thank you for bringing her back to her family here. And so, Father, we thank you on this morning, oh God, as she's crying out, oh God, for the minute that has gone through the floods. Oh, God, there is much that has taken place right now, even in the state of North Carolina. There's been some calamities. There's been some catastrophes. And so right now, today, oh, God, we ask that you would move throughout the state of North Carolina. There is trouble on every side. You have sounded in the alarm. Oh, God, help us to hear that the alarm has been sounded. And so we stand in the gap for our state of North Carolina. Oh, God, right there, even in Fayetteville, You'll sound an alarm. Even right there in Lumberton, you'll sound an alarm. Oh, God, we ask that you would bless us. That even the governmental leaders, even the president that came on yesterday, that he will recognize there's something happening right here in the state of North Carolina. You have put us on alert. We gotta take, oh, God, this as a word that we got to pray like never before. Oh, God, bring salvation even into this state as well as into our entire country.
There are floods on one side, hurricanes and tornadoes on another. There are earthquakes and fires in other places. There are tsunamis and even mudslides. Everywhere we turn, there is trouble on every side. Before we get through one thing, there's another thing that is bombarding us. And so right now, in the name of Jesus, let those who are called by your name, those that profess Jesus as their Lord and Savior, oh God, give us a heart of passion and compassion and help us to cry loud that you are soon coming. Let us be present day John the Baptist, crying out to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Help us to see the need and to feel the need. Help us not only to see, but give us hands to do. Oh God, give us feet to go. Give us a heart to serve. In the mighty name of Jesus, we stand in the gap. We pray and we do intercede today for every neighborhood, every city, every state, every country today. We lift up our nation. Even the president that's going to be coming. You said to pray for those who have rule over us. And so we pray today, even before that president come on the scene, before they take their seat, we pray for them right now. And bless your people to do their need, to go forth and to vote. Help us not to sit back and do nothing, but help us to recognize that our votes do matter and our votes do count. We lift up families today. We lift up children today. We lift up households today. Oh, God, we're under attack. Our children are being attacked. Their minds are being attacked. And so, Father, we ask that you would cover the entire household, that you would cover every husband and wife, that you would cover every single, that you would cover every child. Oh, God, that you would go with them, even as they go on the school buses. Our children are away in college. In the name of Jesus, cover them with your blood. Shield them today from all hurt, harm, and danger. Father, we thank you right now, oh God, for Evangelist Scott. We lift up her loved ones to you today. We ask that you are strengthened right now, that you will continue to bring about a healing, that you would do what is necessary for First Lady Gertman, that we lift up the Gertman family and the entire Church of God in Christ family. Right now, we lift up salvation and deliverance. We lift up all of these churches, oh God, and the leaders of these church houses. Oh God, even her friend, her sister that's recovering at home, we thank you for speedy recovery. Every person that is at home recovering, oh God, we thank you for a speedy and a complete recovery. Oh God, we thank you for Mother Donna today. We thank you for completing divine healing of that ankle. Oh God, let there be no issues with that ankle. We thank you for Mother Donna today, God. That is all dialysis. We lift up every person today, every individual, all the names we called out in the past, those that are dealing with dialysis, those that are going through chemotherapy. Oh God, all of those whose bodies are stressed out because of the procedures that they go through, even on this morning, those that are preparing to go through a test, those that are preparing for x-rays, those that are preparing to go under the knife and surgery, oh God, be with them on today, oh God, Janiah, and all of those that have been suffering with lupus, oh God, we speak healing over their life on today, we praise you today for healing every form of sickness and disease, oh God, we thank you this morning, even for Minister Carla this morning and her entire family, we continue to lift up her mother to you today, we continue to lift up her sister to you today, we lift up all of our lost loved ones, save them before it's too late, oh God, we know that you are God of another chance, give them another opportunity to repent unto you, oh God, someone is heavy laden, someone is burned down, you told us to cast our cares upon you because you care, and so today, God, help us to lay aside these cares and these weights, and to present into your hands that you will handle it, oh God, regulate the minds today, bring about a healing in the minds, remove that spirit of depression and oppression, and we release today joy unspeakable, we release today happiness and peace, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, touch bodies today, touch from the top of their heads, and to the very soul of their feet, bless the hearts of your people on that today, oh God, bless that we will be a people that will care about others, we lift up, oh God, Mother Bridges, we lift up Mother Baker, we lift up Mother Bridges, oh God, today we lift up Mother Kemper, oh God, we lift up all of our mothers to you, we continue to pray for Sister Ruthie, Sister Katrina, we continue to pray 
pray for all of our loved ones, all of our pastors, our teachers, our apostles, our prophets, all of our evangelists, our bishops, and our elders. We stand in the gap for every church today, all across the globe. We stand in the gap for the Watkins, the Scots, oh God, the Browns today. We stand in the gap for the whites and the black ones, for the Browns today. We stand in the gap for the Clarks and the Ferris, for the Johnsons today and the Browns, oh God. We thank you for bringing about healing. We thank you for bringing about deliverance. We thank you for bringing about salvation. And now this morning, oh God, because of everything that is coming upon us, there are so many that are walking in fear. Oh God, we ask that you remove the fear on today. Oh God, you said perfect love cast out all fear. And oh God, we thank you right now that you are causing a sound mind. You're causing us to trust in you. You're causing us to believe in you. You're causing us to know that you've got everything under control. You're going to handle every circumstance and every situation, and you're going to keep those who are called by your name. All of those that are in your hand, nothing can pluck them out. And so we thank you today. We praise you on today, oh God. Now, Father, we know that there is much that could have been said on this day. And so, Father, whatever I did not pray that was supposed to have been covered on this morning, oh God, you know what it is. And I ask that you would grant it on today, that you would move on our behalf. We come against every retaliating spirit, and we come against anything that will bring about sabotage today. And we ask right now, oh God, that this prayer be sealed in the name that's above every name. For it's in Jesus' mighty name we do pray. God, continue to have your way in our life, in all of our lives this day. Continue, oh God, to touch the strength. Oh God, continue to strengthen her. Continue to do what is necessary in her life. And we'll forever give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that is due unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you today, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Father God, we just come before you this morning, God. Lifting up our precious intercessor on today. Father God, we ask that you refill her, that you strengthen her, that you revive her on today. We put the blood over her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Father, we ask that you meet her very needs on today. Give her her heart's desires on today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we plead the blood over her family. Father, give her divine favor and divine grace and mercy on today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for her even now. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 My, 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 hallelujah. This prayer this morning is a praise report in itself. But if you have a praise report or testimony, give us a quick one. Amen. Now is the time. I'm just glad to be here this morning. One more morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. I just want to thank and praise God this morning for being back with the saints. I love the Lord. I love you guys. Missed you dearly. Amen. The God is good. I appreciate all the prayers that have gone forth for me and my family. And I ask that you do continue to pray for us. Amen. As we pray for you, because God is up to something good. Amen. 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 If I had a praise report song this morning, it'd be the joy, 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 joy down in my heart on today. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for the joy on this morning. Hallelujah. And if there's no more praise report or testimonies, I'm going to give you our morning announcement. Meet us here each and every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Central. Meet us for our morning matter broadcast. These broadcasts have been so powerful, packed. Amen. To God be the glory. You don't want to miss it. You know, if this, this broadcast has been a blessing to you, tell a neighbor, tell a friend. We cannot keep this to ourselves no longer. The best that secret has to come out. So you share it with somebody else and let us be a blessing to them. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Those, hallelujah. Those are 
out our announcements for this morning. We would like to thank each and every one of you who participated this morning, Pastor Baker, for reading our scripture, Apostle Rose, for doing what you do best every morning. Amen. Almighty woman of God, and we thank God for you each and every morning. We do not take you for granted because we appreciate you. Amen. And to each and every one of you who come online today, we thank you too. We appreciate you too, too because if there was no you, there would be no us. Amen. We thank Amen. you for joining us each and every morning. It's a blessing and a privilege. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Carla. This brings us to the end of our morning matter broadcast. If all hearts and minds are clear, I'm going to now call back Pastor Baker to close us with our benediction scripture coming from June 24 and 25. Amen. Praise God. I was getting ready. Amen. June 24, 25. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceedingly joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be both glory, dominion, power, and majesty, both now and ever. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. Of us all. Here at our family, the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, we want to wish you all a wonderful and blessed day. And remember that today is Unforgettable Thursday. We declare and decree that you shall have an unforgettable Thursday. Amen. You just walk in it. Walk it out. Hold your head high because it's yours for the taking. Amen. 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 Walk it out. Walk it out. We're going to walk it out. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, man. God bless you all, family. We love you. Have a wonderful day. We love you. Love you more. Amen. God bless you, evangelist. Enjoy your day today. Be safe. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Baker. We love you. Praying for Thank you today. You. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I bless you. Amen. Be blessed today, Apostle Rose. Thank mm-hmm. you, Brother Thomas. You too. Love you. Love you more, babe. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 